0: Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better
1: with CrashPlan. Welcome back to another episode. I feel like it's been a while since we've recorded since I was out of town.
0: Well, to everyone else, we're still coming out twice a week.
1: Yeah, you guys notice nothing. I just have to figure out how to sit and have a conversation again. It's
0: totally fine.
1: (laughs) I'm really excited to chat today because as I'm sure some of our listeners have had this situation pop up in their own lives, you have already dealt with this in your life pre-pandemic year. But I also have a handful of friends who've been reaching out to me who are small business owners already, have been for years, years. They're not new. They've just been like trucking along and they have their small business in addition to a second income from their partner. And I've had a couple of people ask me, hey, can I pick your business brain? Which if you're a close, close friend of mine and we're on texting phone conversation terms, you have every right to be able to do that for to me and ask me to brainstorm with you and I love doing that so I've had a couple of people reach out and say hey so my partner realized last year and like I feel like what was the veil lifting for a lot of employees of companies of not small business owners but other people <laughs> whatever you call them yeah for sure who have maybe realized, ooh, their work environment is more toxic than they're willing to put up with anymore, or the benefits aren't worth it anymore, the perks aren't there, whatever it might be. And so they're coming to their partner, and they're like, hey, bae, like, let's step up your business. Your small business has the most opportunity. What do we need to do to grow what you've got so I can leave my job? And I love this question because I think that that is really like feels like a big scary goal for a lot of people, but until it's voiced like by both people in the relationship, it doesn't, I think, get worked on as much if it's only like one person's goal. So I said to Abby, I want to chat about today not only what you did, because you your partner was able to leave two years before COVID, a year before COVID. Two years. So what kind of things did you guys do leading up to that? But also, I feel like you're in phase two of having him home now. And so how does it look differently? But then I want to kind of brainstorm for you know our business people. If this was brought to you in the last couple of weeks or months by your partner, what guidance could we give you in your business?
0: Yeah, I think there's so much to dive into here. And the amazing part about this is I think it's such an exciting opportunity and also one that can be really stressful because there's just a lot of components to it. You know, on one hand you got the privilege of seeing what it was like to be home with your partner because of COVID, but you might've also noticed how those changes affect your marriage in a different way and your relationship in a different way. And so I think When you're planning to bring a spouse home and what that looks like, you can't just look at it from a money perspective or a planning perspective. You really have to look at it from a whole life perspective because it's going to affect every aspect of your marriage, your finances, your planning, your day-to-day life. And if you're not prepared for all those things to change simultaneously, I think it can really be a major disruption. Well,
1: because there's really no like phase, you're doing it, and then you're not doing it. You know, like, it's just one day is everything is completely different.
0: Yeah, I mean, the planning phase is obviously will prepare you to some extent, but the being home is a is an abrupt change. So I think in terms of what to look like when you're preparing for it, I think the first thing is you really have to be mindful of whose goal is it and who's invested in it becoming a reality. I know for me, I I remember in the early stages of Boss Project or what was then Think Creative Collective, I would talk to Emily and I said, Oh, I just really want to make enough that I can retire my husband. And that became toxic language in our household. He's like, I have no interest in retiring. I I don't want you supporting me in the way that it makes it sound like I'm not contributing anymore. And so we had to figure out well, how do we even talk about it in a way that's productive for both of us. So I think that was the first hurdle was figuring out that I'm not making him leave or making him make any kind of decision, he needs to be equally invested in what we're moving forward with. But there was a day that I very vividly remember where he was like, you know what, I know you've been talking about this for a while. But I think I really do want to pursue this. Like this isn't just something I want to talk about. Like this isn't something I just want to dream about doing, you know, someday sometime. But this is something I actually want to move forward with. And when that became the case, there was some things we had to quickly do, and then some things we had to plan for. In terms of quickly do, I think we had to assess like, is this like a emergency transition, or is this a we're gonna take our time and do this as we can do it? And I've seen, And I'm sure you have too. You've seen people who leave at the drop of a hat because something crazy happens and then you just make it work and you figure it out along the way. And I've also seen people who are big planners who like want to put all of their ducks in a row prior to moving forward with it. And you could be a planner and still have the emergency action thing move forward. So I think you kind of need to like, be open to what both looks like, especially if your partner
1: is super uncomfortable in their workplace. Like how toxic is it? Could be any day they're just going to walk in and like quit on the spot or... Well,
0: and not to get morbid or potentially trigger anybody, but in the reality of this, there are people that are... Their work environment is so toxic, it's causing mental health issues that are not just little but like super significant and i heard this quote the other day and i think it's really important and i would rather someone ruin their life than in their life and so even if it were to put you financially upside down if it got to the point where you were considering things that are completely terrible i would rather someone take a risk financially than take a risk with their
1: future. Let's talk about finances for a second, because I think this is one of the things that, you know, my friends have already started chatting with me about when, you know, and these are our smart business women who've been doing this for a long time. And I still feel like when we think about going to one income, We inflate a lot of numbers, like massively. I think some you either go one end or the other spectrum, right? You're like, oh, there's I don't need that much money and like I don't have to double what I'm already making. It's fine, we can figure it out. Or you just go like the other end and you're like, I need so much money. So one of my friends messaged me and she was like, Okay, I think like before we can even consider this, like the business has to be at a million. No, no,
0: no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Not at all. Okay, so first of all, when you're looking at finances, none of this is dependent on the revenue your business is making. Literally none of it. It is a hundred percent dependent on the amount of money you can actually bring into your household. So take home pay is the only thing I want you to be focused on here because you may only need to make 30,000 more and if you can do that in a way that doesn't increase your costs you may not need to make more than that to make it a plausible decision I think the first step on any of this is to figure out what is your spouse currently bringing in. And I don't want you looking because it gets really, especially when you're looking at corporate and benefits and all of this stuff, you need to approach it from two places. One, you need to look at what is your actual cash in the door looking like from their paycheck after all the things that are coming off the top. Don't even consider any of their perks at the at the moment, I want you to strictly look at cash. Okay. So what cash is coming in the home because they work full time? How much of that is being utilized as an actual expense in your home? Like, are they paying your mortgage and all your bills and you're paying for Groceries and all the extra activities in your family, like you need to know, like, what is it actually covering? And then, once you have an, a true idea of what is the actual cash required to continue our current state of living, you're going to put that number down and you're going to keep it and you're going to know what it is. Okay. But you also need to look at what benefits are they receiving that are impacting you both short term and long term. Short-term, are they getting any bonuses that you depend on or you anticipate and, like, you roll in, you know? Like, do they typically get a bonus around Christmas that pays for all your kids' gifts? Do they get any any perks in their office, like maybe they get a free gym membership, or maybe they get a company car. (laughs) Yeah, a company car, you know, what are the kinds of things that they're getting that have an immediate benefit to you? Then there's also things that like, you don't see, but do have a day to day benefit, like medical insurance, dental insurance, okay, you don't necessarily see that money, you might know what your husband or partner pays in their premium, But what you may not know is what the business pays to cover the difference. And so what I don't want you assuming is for you to go purchase the same plan out in the marketplace that you just need the cost of their premium. Usually that's not the case. And getting your own medical insurance is usually the most complicated part of this entire transition. The one I see the most people hesitate on moving forward with because they're so scared to lose traditional medical insurance. You can, as an individual, purchase medical insurance on the open marketplace. Your premiums are going to be significant. Your deductible is going to be even more significant. I've seen people who have deductibles of anywhere between twelve dollars and $20,000 a year on top of a $1,500 a month premium. So that's obviously significant. But there are alternatives. One, your business may be able to purchase a plan that's sponsored by the business that could potentially save you money. And we actually looked at a bunch of different options and decided to move forward with a share plan. That's not actual traditional medical insurance. It's more of a community based, we cover you, I cover you kind of thing. It does require more back end work on your part where you are negotiating with your doctor or whoever you're working with, but it can be a significant savings. It, I mean, it's less than a quarter of the cost. And for two healthy adults, is a really great option. Is it something we're going to do forever? Probably not. But luckily,
1: the conversations that I'm having with my friends are from people who are done having kids. And so I do feel like that's a different area of the conversation of if you're still wanting to have kids, and you're considering a birthing experience for yourself. I think that is, and even surrogacy or IVF because some insurance plans with some companies are so good and they cover a lot of those costs. And so for us, as an example, I've kind of like, you know, over the years been like, Oh yeah, sure. Obviously my business is going to enable, you know, Brian to leave. But for many years, it just didn't make sense. It's not, it wasn't a desire of his, we didn't feel comfortable doing it. We wanted to have two really, really good incomes for a while And we knew with adopting and the benefits that his company gives him in regards to that specifically are just, I mean, it's free money sitting on the table. It is so much help, so much. And so we had decided like, okay, if this is something we're even considering, which we don't even know, we didn't at the time, we're not even going to entertain it until we're done adopting. And so now that we're getting closer to like, We can see a timeline of when we might be done adopting. The conversation has resurfaced again, for sure, where it's been like, okay, now it feels like a couple years into the future instead of so far out. Yeah, no, for sure.
0: And I think the thing with the share plan that intimidates people is you're like, oh, I'm going to have all these out of pocket expenses. And it's like, well, you were going to have them anyway, because the likelihood that you're going to spend more than 15 grand. Probably pretty unlikely unless you had a major event, which in that point, the whole point is it's there for an emergency, and that's that's why you have those things. The we are with Christian Health Ministries. There's quite a few health share options. A lot of them are Christian based, so if that's not something you align with, know that there are there non-religious affiliations. But the one we are with specifically does have maternity rolled into it. And you it does cover full birth. It covers any incident over $500. So you're responsible for the first 500. And then after that it covers everything. And so it was just a no brainer for us.
1: So let's talk more strategies within the business. So having your conversations with our person, You're either going to be the quick person that's making it happen within a couple months, or you're the person who's going to take a year or more to kind of lay the foundation. The conversations that I've been having with people, I feel like it's going to be a couple weeks to months, kind of like we need to get this ball rolling situation. So if your business is established enough, we are going to talk, I feel like, more service-based business because that is the majority of our audience. That is the experience that we've had, and that is... Hands down, the business that I would pursue if I ever, ever, ever wanted for my person to come home with me, ever. It's the only one that I recommend. I don't want to talk anything else with you if that's a goal of yours, because that's not my zone of genius. So we're going to probably have a lot of service based or client esque conversations. But so if you already had an established, you know, six figure service based business, you've got some group coaching, you've got some high-end one-on-one clients. What would be your first step to to drastically increase, to, to double maybe what you're going to be making this year?
0: Well, I think it, it helps to know what the like tangible goal you're working towards is. Like, If you look at it from the surface, you may say, oh, my spouse is making... 70k a year and has an additional 30k in benefits, and oh, they're contributing this much to retirement on top of that. So, this is really worth quote unquote, worth 110 grand a year. Okay, that may be true long term, but like, what is the difference that is going to make it accessible to you? Because those are two different things. Because a lot of people are willing to take a hit for 2 to 3 4 years where they're making a little bit less but
1: it's not that their lifestyle has drastically changed.
0: Their life well sometimes
1: their lifestyle has changed but sometimes. as in like freedom like like mentally. They would
0: they would take a hit financially to afford the lifestyle you're talking about for sure. And I know that's definitely how we looked at it. We weren't trying to replace every dollar and every benefit out the gate. We made sure we had a solid savings and we knew what we needed to live our current like day to day, like how to pay all our bills and stay on top of stuff. But if you're looking to increase your business, I think the conversation becomes, is your spouse going to... Join you in your business and you're going to work together to grow it? Or is your spouse going to come home and take home type things off of your plate so you have more bandwidth to grow your business by yourself? And I think that's a very personal discussion. It really depends on their
1: previous expertise, their interest. Do you actually want to work with them? I think there's a third option is your person going to start their own business? Exactly, or are they
0: going to start pursuing something on their own? They're making up their own income via their own business.
1: I told Brian, I said that's our only scenario that would work because we're not like he. So he was bringing it up the other day, and he was like, "Okay, like I think I could leave soon." I was like, "LOL, no, like no, you have gotten me accustomed to what we're making right now, and I function well with you out of the home for work, like." There would have to be so, because we already know, I feel like when Brian stayed home for the four months in his paternity leave where I was like, yeah, I literally cannot work with you here. And so knowing that our costs are either going to increase because I'm going to need to find an office or an outside the home space, or you're going to need to do something with your day. So you're not going to work that job, but you're working a different job.
0: Yeah, and not to say that it can't afford. See, because the, the thing, the thing here is, it's not. I think people go into this like, I'm going to retire them, and they're going to mm-hmm. like, no, love, no, I'm very.
1: You still working? Very few of you
0: out there really want your spouse to have nothing to do all day. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You want them to do something. Now, could it be something that has more flexibility? Totally. Like you could be investing in real estate and they really only have, you know, 10 hours a week to maintain another property or or pay a management company to do the majority of that. And they're just dealing with the leasing or I mean, whatever. That's just one example. There's quite a few options that open up to you. If that's what you're looking to pursue. I think you just need to decide of the three, are you making it up? And he's doing more around the house. Is he making it up by joining you in your current business? Or is he going to do something else on his own and is kind of self-reliant, self-responsible for that. Not that it can't be a combination. It can, but I think if you're unclear on how that's going to move forward, that is where I think the most potential arguments
1: come up is you have un... Well, I thought you were leaving to do this and you thought you were leaving to do this. Yeah, you have to be
0: so clear on your expectations of your partner Throughout the whole thing, you know, I think at first when Jared walked away from his career as an architect, I just wasn't sure what the transition was supposed to look like. Is this supposed to all kind of happen really quickly? I honestly gave him like a full six months to do whatever the frick he wanted, needed, whatever, so he could get his head on straight again. That time, 100%, he definitely doubled down and was doing more stuff around the house. But for the most part, I didn't personally, it made the most sense for us, for me to not put any added pressure on him to add anything, because he had been in the high pressure work environment for years. And the stress was a big reason why he was leaving so i didn't need to add additional stress for him being home
1: yeah and i think that's the conversation from at least the people that i'm hearing from is it's the stress it's the workload it's the not a good culture fit misalignment all of that stuff so i definitely think allowing that time and space for a detox for your person is something you either need to budget in or just be aware of
0: i think budgeting in is usually the easiest option now granted It does require savings, but what is savings for if not for literally this kind of thing? And so for me, that was a no-brainer. Like, I'm okay with our cost of living being slightly above what we're making for a small set period of time, and then I'm going to kick it into gear, or he's going to kick it into gear, or whatever, you know? Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business?
1: client side or business side, would you just go double all your prices? Would you double your client workload? Would you if your person is going to take six months to a year off, they don't necessarily want to pursue their own business? Well, if they
0: don't want to pursue their own business, I think that becomes a conversation of are they allowing you to do more? Like, are they taking things off your plate? Or are they? taking things off your plate, either in the business or in home. And because honestly, you have to be and have an open honest conversation with him. I know very few people, very few people who, if they were totally honest with themselves would say, yeah, I have a lot of time that I have not been utilizing to its fullest potential. And I could just start using that time appropriately and make up the difference. No, like, you're either going to have to increase your prices or you're going to have to increase your workload. And there really isn't a whole lot of other options. But I do think if for instance, your spouse were going to come into your business, could they take a portion of that workload off of you? And it doesn't necessarily have to be the way in which you interact with clients. It could be that maybe they start doing all the bookkeeping or maybe they start doing all the backend batch work for you or production or, you know, what is it that you're doing and performing and what is the client facing work and what is the stuff that is just kind of consistently the same? What if they answered your email? I will tell you straight up, my husband is a thousand times better at customer service and answering emails than I ever am. He's way nicer than me. I take it way too personally. And sure, does he have a bitch session every once in a while about something? Yeah, he's human. But like, he's gonna take everything with a much bigger grain of salt than I would. And thus, that's a better role for him. But you have to know what's better for your partner what are they great at? Where are they more talented than you? Or where are they more efficient than you? And how can you give that to them? I think sometimes we take so much ownership in the day to day of what we do, that we can't quite imagine giving it up. But here's the thing, I think it's a beautiful thing. If you've been the kind of person that's hesitant to hire outside help. Your spouse could be that person for you that bridges the gap where they, you can test way more things when it's someone in your home and you're like, hey, try this. Oh, I hate you doing this. Let's shuffle it. Out. You try this now. Okay. And like you can like try things on for size in a way that would be pretty inappropriate with hiring a VA where you're like changing the rule all the time or like, adjusting what they're working on
1: <laughs> giving them
0: a random right. title because I think they you can play around with things. the kinds of work they do in a different way that you just can't when you hire outside help and if it allowed you the time and space then hell yeah but some of you are gonna think about this and you're gonna you're gonna have an awakening and this is an okay response too while you'd love to spend more time with your partner you would hate working with them on a day-to-day basis. And you have to know that though. You have to know that. Or you have to know the kinds of things that you're willing to work together on and some things you're not.
1: Well, I also think like really sitting here thinking about, you know, especially the, the people who've reached out to me, their their businesses are already established. It's not in the growing stage. And they've you know been in this season for so long where it's like oh well, if I just had a little bit more insert whatever here I know that I could scale this if I just had this I know I could scale it what could your partner help you with in that space right oftentimes it's like I don't have enough time to do like the follow-up needed for my clients so therefore I don't take on more clients is there a part of that that your person could help you build the automated system for, could help you build your CRM, could help you do all of the things that you've been ignoring because you've been just so focused on serving or getting new clients? What part of that process could you bring them in to help free up even that space for you, well, so that you kind of could cool go is, up to that next
0: No, level. obviously, everybody's relationship is different. And I have definitely drawn harder boundaries of what I do and don't share with my spouse. However, my spouse has knowledge that bringing in a VA at random would just never have background mm-hmm. information, how you start, what your main products are what you really enjoy doing, where you shine and you're in the spotlight, where you kind of can tell that someone's like, drudging through it, like your partner has such a huge glimpse into who you are and how you operate that outside people just don't have. And I think you can use that to your advantage. And I have seen people use it to their advantage in such kind of incredible ways. Or maybe their partner is just like, super different skill set wise. So for instance, I know people who, you know, would have loved to build this kind of business, but they had no programming or development knowledge, so they didn't pursue it. But if they had someone on their team that could do X, Y, Z thing, they would grow their business in a different way. I think you'd be surprised what might come up because of it.
1: That's literally how like Dubsado even got started. You know, Becca was a full time photographer, and Jake was a developer for a company. And she was like, I think I want to build this thing. And so he started working on it for her and then it grew into a bigger, It's definitely a a different reason to leave a job. But it was the same thing where it's a skill set was needed where she had the idea and the audience and the voice. And he had the skill set to make it Actually, function. What kind of merriment? And it might not even be their direct skills. Sometimes dynamic.
0: it's their ability to manage other people. Sometimes it's their ability to right, network and right. connections. They or know network. people because of the industry they have previously been in. I think I think there's a lot to consider there. And sometimes the paralyzation that I see come up for people is there are so many options they have a hard time pursuing anything. My biggest piece of advice here is figure out what you can do in the same way. If you were just starting your business for the first time, what is that MVP? What is that thing? You can just, you don't really have to think too hard about it. You can just bootstrap it. You can get it going. You can grow or they can grow or whatever. And then once you've made the transition, and they are home, okay. Now, what does that look like, and how does that change? Because it's been, I mean, almost three years now since Jared left his position, and uh, I don't know, how man. Has it been that long? I think it was twenty eighteen. That's crazy to me. And it's twenty twenty one. But like, our Life? lives are not even remotely the same as they were three years ago. And so because of that, the things he's doing day to day are completely different than they were three years ago. And so I don't want you to feel like you have to be married to it. You know, you don't have to make a decision that's forever or for the next five years or whatever, put it out there, do what you need to do. And because here's the thing, when you're on the other side of it, I know very few people that get to the other side of it and one of them decides they're going to go back. No. Uh, once yeah. you go, no. you will no. figure it out. There's,
1: yeah. even if it means,
0: yeah. and you there's no shame trying. in it, even if it means like one of you does get a super part time job to like backfill it, fine. Who
1: cares? Yeah. And if that's the case that you want to do, if your partner's literally a VA for someone, so like they can still be home, so they can, but like maybe it's a completely different industry, like they don't know or like what what you're doing or whatever. There are, I mean, my husband's definitely talking about doing more of
0: that. And I'm like, if you want to, sure. If not, like we're good, you know? I think you, you get to a point where you get to pull levers and you get to decide what makes sense for your life and business. And the amazing point is at some point you're going to hit the, well, we don't really need anymore. So what do we want to do differently? And then that's just a different layer. Like, I think that's where we're at now, where it's, it's not, it's not a necessity I don't need XYZ thing to fall into place to make whatever more comfortable. I, you know, for us, when we transitioned into this new house, I think my husband was freaking out a little bit. <laughs> well, I know we can buy it, but like the cost of living is a lot higher. Just literally living here and maintaining this property and maintaining the systems and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, well, what do we need? And so, I was looking at our numbers the other day and I remember texting him. Now this was not the other day. It was probably a month or two ago. But like in the back half of 2020 to like the early part of Q1, we like increased our personal income, each of us, by like 30% in less than six months. And it's like...
1: If okay, we so we're wanted dead. to do that
0: in a corporate <laughs> environment. I would have had to job hop five times or change careers entirely. Like I couldn't have made up that difference in that short a period of time. I just literally couldn't have. It wouldn't have been possible. So I just think you need to realize that being in the driver's seat and owning your own business gives you more. Opportunity than you probably even see possible right now. And like that is so freaking cool. For real. For me, it wasn't. It wasn't I didn't want him home because I wanted to spend every waking hour of my day with him. No, that wasn't what it was about. (laughs) I think for me, it was little things of like, oh, I'm done at two o'clock. You know, it'd be so nice. Like, I wish we could just go walk around and go shopping together or go to the grocery store when it's not flipping busy on the weekends. Like I just wanted to do normal everyday things when I could and wanted to rather right. than, you know, go grab lunch. Before it either. was, yeah. I was done at two or three and he wasn't home till six or six 30 and then he's exhausted and he has to go to bed early because he has got to commute again in the morning. And so I had to set an alarm today for the first time in well over a year and I was like, Oh God. Um, <laughs> yeah.
1: Alarms are terrible. What Girls. am I doing? And yeah. 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 We had a, uh, th- this conversation kind of segued into, you know, bringing up having Brian leave again. We had a meeting last Wednesday at 9am. And so we both got up together we had to set alarms. I don't set alarms anymore, but he does because he takes our daughter to school and then goes to work. But we both set alarms. We got ready, which was so fun being up and ready together and like doing coffee and just like getting our kid ready and all of that. We dropped her off at school together and then drove out to our appointment. And then on our way there, he was like, you know, it's really weird when I know I'm not going into the office until later this afternoon, like how I'm just not tired right now. Like normally when I'm dropping her off at school, I'm just like dragging ass and yawning and like miserable. And I got the same amount of sleep. I woke up at the same time and I I literally feel great right now. No, it is. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, yes, I set an alarm, but like,
0: I'm ready for the day. I came back and I was like, Gosh, why hasn't and so checked the email? And I was like, oh. <laughs>
1: You're like, it's 7.45. Oh, I've been up for hours. But-
0: <laughs> so I think you get to yep. design the life you want to live. And whether that includes – your kids are a part of this too. Like if you have children – if your spouse is home, how is that affecting how you're dealing with your children? Or like, are they also coming home? Do you want to homeschool? I know people that that was part of it is they wanted to homeschool so that they could travel more as a family, so that they could explore more as a family. If that's a goal, then there's different things you're going to have to work towards to get there. But like, all this can go in phases. And I don't think it has to be as unreachable as people make it out to be. Like, people are so talented and so underappreciated more often than not. Like, what would happen if someone took themselves seriously and actually lived up to their potential? I mean, I know that sounds a little cliche, but like, yeah, if you trusted yourself, yourself enough to, to you. just figure it
1: out. I would love to keep this conversation going in our DMs over on Instagram at Boss Project. Truly, if this is your life situation, your person, maybe a parent even. That's not even a, a part of this conversation we brought up, but it's something you and I have talked about a lot lately of how can we quote unquote retire our moms to come work for us in different capacities so we can see them more often, so we can free up their life in different ways. And that's a lot of the same lines that we've been talking about throughout this episode, just for a different person and different budget and different reasons. If this is something that you're thinking about or pursuing and want to brainstorm at all budgets, ideas, conversations, goals, whatever, feel free to drop those questions and comments and stories over in our DM messages at DM messages. (laughs) Have I talked about Instagram ever in my life? Go to an app called Instagram, open it up, hit the search button, search at sign boss project, click a little message button, type some words and we'll get it. And then we'll respond. Okay.
0: Looking to elevate your brand without the headache, join the co-op, our creative template shop membership with thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless.